Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Coaches Don't Play Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Blake, joined by my co-host, David. How are you doing today, David? Um, we're making it, baby, and, you know, we're just ready for some college football this weekend. Oh, yeah. That is very true. I think everybody that is a football fan in this good old US of A is ready for this weekend. We have some absolutely massive matchups. But before we can get to that, a huge story broke Mac Jones is now the guy, the Mac only Daddy. guy on the depth chart in New England. How do you feel being the resident Patriots fan about this change? Uh, well, we're we're on to Cincinnati. No, but I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, you know, kind of surprised that they cut Cam. You know, obviously Cam was the MVP in 2015. Yeah, he didn't have a good year last year. Let's get real though. Like, when's the last time the Patriots had like a pro bowl wide receiver or anything like that but um you know i'm excited to see what the future holds for mac um i think he's gonna do well um i think we'll have a pretty good season you know he played well against new york in the final preseason game i think he tossed two touchdowns so that's always good to see and you know i guess time will tell yeah i'm a i don't think anybody has to do a lot of research to know why I'm a huge Mac Jones fan. I mean, he basically rose from the ashes like a phoenix from his terrible Iron Bowl that he had last year and basically be, became the, the best quarterback. Well, he did murder wise. Michigan. That is true. That is true. But Michigan with khaki pants is like a G a G League team, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> a G League team. <laughs> but, but more seriously, uh, Mac Jones, I, I always thought he was the most pro-ready out of all the quarterbacks, don't get me wrong. Pro ready does not mean talented. Uh, I believe. I can't believe you other... would say that. And there's Trevor Lawrence on league. Like, oh, yeah. Oh once again, gosh. I once again more pro ready. Uh, as I said before, that does not mean talented. I am by no means saying that Mac Jones is more talented than any of the first round quarterbacks because just looking at him with his shirt off, you and, would tell uh, that that's not true. Just a disclaimer for everyone out there that listens to this. Uh, we are not uh, scouts, uh, nor probably will we ever be scouts. Hey, and l- if somebody wants to give me a job, hey, I mean, now, that would be great. You know, hit, hit my line, baby. <laughs> <laughs> if, anybody, if somebody wants to send me that you up text and ask me if I want to go scout a, scout a few college players. <laughs> hey, I'd be down, you know, as long as they're from Bishop Sycamore. Oh God! I don't even get. Don't even get me started, bro. I mean, just imagine being a washed up JUCO player and getting your ass whooped by a bunch of like sixteen, seventeen year olds. Like, to be fair, those sixteen, seventeen year olds did in fact get accepted to IMG Academy, so they're not. True. Those are not regular sixteen and seventeen year olds. Those are men. <laughs> yeah, those are grown ass men. Those are not. They're teenagers no longer. But uh, moving on to. The actual stuff everybody is actually here for. Whether or not we won't waste any more of your time. Yep. College football is back. It is being played as we speak. UAB is giving the work to Jacksonville State. We probably won't talk about that. Sorry, UAB fans. It's 31 to nothing, if anyone was wondering. <laughs> so the, the big first Thursday game, David, Coastal Carolina, the Citadel. Can't really call it that big of a game because it is the Citadel. But the Citadel has played some pretty good teams, pretty close. I can say the same as an Alabama fan. We had a bit of a scare <laughs> against the Citadel one year. Oh, oh yeah. Um, that was funny, though. But uh, obviously, we know the end result to that. But, uh, yeah, Coastal Carolina playing the Citadel will be exciting to see Coastal Carolina get on the field. 
Um, hoping that they have another good year like they did last year. Uh, obviously, this game's probably going to be a blowout. No offense, Citadel. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pick Coastal Carolina probably by at least 14. Uh, the Citadel, if they keep it if they keep it closer than people think, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, the Citadel's usually pretty disciplined. They usually play pretty good on both lines, offensive and defensive line. Come on. I mean, it's the Citadel. They're, the trenches are going to be... They're going to come correct in the trenches. It's the, the game is one in the trenches. The game is, in fact, one in the trenches. And the Citadel knows a thing or two about trenches. But moving on, uh, a game I'm actually fascinated with is Boise State UCF. Mm, because yes. I, I'm always fascinated about both these teams. One, Boise State, because they have a blue field, and I think it looks amazing. <laughs> and two, UCF. The you know, national title wins. Yeah, the proclaimed 2017 national champions. Two very, very interesting teams, David. What is your take on this game? Yes, uh, you said it right. Two very interesting teams. Um, you know, great success. Uh, been up there high as, uh, you know, the um, group of five teams. You know, obviously Central Florida had their back-to-back undefeated seasons. You know, everyone remembers Kellen Moore led Boise State. Um will be an interesting game. Central Florida does have a new head coach since uh, their old head coach went to old Tennessee. Um, yeah, it'll be an interesting game. I think Central Florida returned their quarterback, Gabriel. Um, so I'd, I'd definitely keep my eye out on this one. This might be a good game. Uh, if we learn anything about Boise State, Boise State loves to play the upset. And UCF is favored by a decent chunk. I think it's, I don't know the exact, it's 70-something percent. I'm going to get the exact number for you guys. 74 on ESPN. So it would not be surprised if Boise State plays them closer than Vegas has them on the odds, but I'm probably also going to pick UCF just because of the experience. And I think at this point, UCF is just a better program than Boise State is. Oof. Dissing. Dissing. <laughs> <laughs> all right come on you know i love boise state uh all right david what's the next game to look out for on thursday um let's get real um i would say like utah weber just because Utah's ranked but uh weber state like who are they like Utah's gonna mark them and then you know you got arizona state playing southern utah arizona state's probably gonna mark them uh the most interesting one other than the Boise State Central Florida game, will be the Ohio State Minnesota game. I am an Ohio State fan. We do have a new quarterback, CJ Stroud. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he does with the offense. Um, you know, got great wide receivers, great players all around. Being interesting to see the defense because uh, they look like Swiss cheese last year in the passing attack. So, really excited for this game. Um, some people project a blowout like Ohio State winning like 42-17. I could see it. Um, you know, C.J. Stroud did run a lot of Justin Fields' plays in the spring game. He looked really good and everything. But I'm just excited, you know, excited to see, you know, how the offense runs with a new quarterback. And I obviously do think we'll win this game. I don't think it'll be too hard because, you know, this isn't Minnesota from a couple years ago when they were rowing the boat. Yeah, uh, I do like P.J. Fleck. I think P.J. Fleck is a good coach. I just don't think he has enough firepower recruits. I don't think he has the facilities 
honestly, I don't think he has anything to compete with Ohio State. You ain't seriously. got no rings, Chuck. They do not. They in fact do not. Actually, I'm not sure if they have any rings. Honestly, I'm not going to say that. I'm pretty sure they won like a national title back in like the 50s. I'm not going to get lamb lasted because because somebody's like, well, actually, um, they actually Mom. won in 1927. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not playing that right now. But but well, more actually, seriously, well, uh, more seriously on a more serious note, yeah, Ohio State probably going to be another return for form. Ohio State's probably going to dominate the Big Ten again this year. I wouldn't be super worried if you were an Ohio State fan. I don't think David's very worried. Uh, really, their their only competition is Indiana. I'm pretty high on Indiana. I think Indiana is a pretty good team. Uh, they they might give them a run for their money. Uh, Ohio State's kind of been smacking around the Big Ten f- as for as long as I can remember, so probably not. But uh, should be a nice little test for Ohio State. You know, get their get their get their legs under them and uh, be ready to you know go make a run this season like they always do. Oh yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. All right, David, what's the first game on Friday we got to watch out for? Honestly, um, it's obviously going to be the North Carolina-Virginia Tech as it's being played in Lane Stadium in Virginia. Always a great atmosphere at Virginia Tech. Really good game, you know. You get to see, you know, Sam Howell and all those boys and, you know, new wide receivers since, you know, Daz Newsom and has left and uh, new running backs since Michael Carter's in the NFL, everything like that. You know, really excited. There's a lot of buzz around their defense. Um, they say they're going to have a pretty good defense this year. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, North Carolina can close out games a little bit better than they could last year. Their defense did give up a lot of points, but I have a pretty good feeling that North Carolina is going to win this one pretty handily. Yeah, I'd probably lead more towards North Carolina. Uh, I don't make, I don't hold anything back in saying that. Uh, uh, Sam Howell is probably my favorite quarterback uh, this year. I think he's probably the most talented. I think he's the most pro ready when he when he goes to the draft. He just looks. He meets. I don't like to be like Skip Bayless, but he passes the eye test for me. Uh, he has a lot of zip on the ball. Uh, he looks like a guy that could that could go win with an NFL team right now if they needed him to. Which is why I'm gonna pick North Carolina in a majority of the games they play this year. Uh, so that probably is not going to change anything with your Virginia Tech. As you said, uh, pretty tough place to play, pretty good atmosphere, but I think the Tar Heels probably will get it done. Yeah, this ain't no uh, Michael Vick-led Virginia Tech, So, and, you know, Frank Beamer ain't at the helm, any- helm anymore, so sorry, guys. Sorry, Virginia Tech. It's very unfortunate for all our Hokie fans. But uh, the next game is uh... – Poopy State versus Northwestern. Just kidding. Michigan State versus Northwestern. Interesting game, though, now that I think about it. You know, Michigan State has had some pretty crappy seasons these past few years. You know, normally they're kind of like a hit-and-miss team, whether they have a good year or whether it's a bad year. Um, obviously, Northwestern went to the Big Ten Championship last year. Um, they've, they've been pretty good over the recent years. Um, I don't know if – I don't think Ryan Field's like a hard place to play. Um but I have a feeling that Northwestern is going to win this game. No offense to Michigan State. I'm going to be honest. I don't know anything about Michigan State. All I know that is uh, that Le'Veon Bell is not in the backfield for Michigan State. And Connor Cook no longer plays quarterback for them. So I'm not sure that, who's going to. true. I'm not sure who's going to get it done. But uh, in more more serious tone, uh, Michigan State actually stole this game from Northwestern last year when they when they played each other. Uh, something interesting to think about. Uh, another interesting thing to point out: uh, Northwestern in the Big Big Ten title game, but absent from the top twenty-five. Interesting. Yes. Um, 
but it's one of those games where it's more of a toss up. Big Ten, the Big Ten, obviously, inner inner Big Ten matchups uh, seem to have a higher level of importance to people. That's why we're pointing out this game. But I would probably tend to believe that Northwestern probably gets this one. Would it surprise me if Michigan Michigan won a close one? No, it wouldn't. No. But I don't think I don't think this game is going to be a blowout in any capacity. I don't think any of these, unless it one of these teams comes out and they just have a completely new offensive philosophy. Because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, David, Northwestern, uh, they were a pretty run-heavy team last year, weren't they? They were, yeah. They were big-time run-heavy. And, you know, Iowa State at first had a problem stopping that. And then, you know, they kind of got, you know, their feet set and everything like that in the Big Ten Championship. They're a good team, you know. Um, you know, they're, they're, really, they're willing to go, you know, pound for pound and, you know, all for it. You know, like Woody Hayes used to say, you know, five yards in a cloud of dust, basically. That is true. And I think five yards in a cloud of dust probably will get it done this Saturday. And you know, and you know, Northwestern had Rashawn Slater play for them, that big old offensive tackle. Excuse me, this this Friday. This is a Friday matchup still. Um, I just yes, it's a Friday. Come on now. I, I, Don't I be misleading read. our listeners. I, I just Anyways, going past that one, <clears throat> obviously the next ranked game is interesting that uh, Oklahoma versus Tulane. Uh, Oklahoma by like a billion, Tulane by like zero. Um, then the, now another interesting one, Penn State at Wisconsin, another Big Ten matchup, Big Ten rivalry. Uh, obviously Wisconsin's been, you know, Pretty good team over the you know past couple of years. Same thing with Penn State; they just had a bad year last year. You could probably blame a little bit on COVID. Um, we'll see if Clifford really is that big red dog playing quarterback for Penn State. You did not uh, just say that. I really just did say that. Anyways, <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see Penn State this season after you know such a bad season, kind of like a disappointing season last year. Um, Wisconsin, I don't, I don't know too much about Wisconsin. I'm sure they got like a running back that's probably going to run for like 1,900 yards. You know, it's just Wisconsin, like running the ball a lot. So, and they'll probably have a pretty good defense. Oh uh, yeah, I obviously tend to probably go with Wisconsin more here. Uh, interesting thing about Wisconsin, uh, they went on a couple uh, streaks last year. Uh, they just came out, won a bunch of games, then lost then lost three in a row, and then won their last two. So it would be interesting to see if Wisconsin is streaky like they were again last year. Wisconsin did struggle against ranked Big Ten teams last year, so that is something also to watch out for. But if history repeats itself, Wisconsin will probably take this game. But if the Nittany Lions have a new philosophy, and as you said, Clifford could in fact be that big red dog they need him to be. Amen. They could steal this one. But I'm gonna go ahead and say probably Wisconsin by three ish. I'm not. I'm not gonna be bold enough to say anymore. This one's probably gonna be a good old fashioned barn burner like they usually are. So, yeah, I think Wisconsin probably gets it done. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to the next game, that would be Oregon versus Fresno State. Obviously, I'm pretty sure Fresno State is. They played. I can't remember. Have they played? Yes. Yes. They, they played play. Saturday. They played this week. past Saturday. They smoked UConn, but that's UConn. That don't matter. There are nobody. This is a basketball. Um, probably Oregon. You know they got you know some pretty good guys on defense. I say they're gonna have a good defense. Um, that defense is getting demolished week two, but that's you know talk for a different week. Um, I'm probably gonna say Oregon. 
no offense to Fresno State, but, you know, I'm going to say, but I feel like Fresno State will put up a fight. I don't think, you know, they'll wave the white flag in the first quarter. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I think Fresno State's usually, Fresno State's got a, it's a good football program. I mean, they've had a lot of good players come out of there. Famously, two Carr brother quarterbacks have both come from Fresno State. Uh, they usually have a pretty good team year after year. Uh They'll be competitive with Oregon, obviously. I think Oregon just got too much talent. I mean, Kayvon Thibodeau and all those guys are going to be going to be headhunting their quarterback. Jordan Flo. Uh, yeah, all those guys are going to be headhunting their quarterback, and I just don't think Fresno State's got enough talent to get it done. So, yeah, I'll probably agree with you. I think Oregon probably gets it. Yep. All right, moving on. is uh, There's going to be it's, – it's the shocker at 3.30. Alabama versus Miami, baby. Um, You know – Everybody, it's all about the U, baby. You know, Miami's great. Manny Diaz is now the head coach. What more could you want if you're a Miami fan? You know, he's got them them boys going. Um, very much to say here, Alabama just sucks. They haven't been relevant ever. Uh, Bear Bryant, never heard of her. Nick Saban, like, go back to Miami, you bum. I'm just kidding, though. I would love to see Miami whoop Alabama, but everybody in their mama – knows that Alabama's going to win by, like, 40. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we have to spend much time on this. Con- the one thing I am worried about as an Alabama fan here is a lot of people think we're going to pick. Okay, come on. Okay, that's a that's a dig. That's a dig. <laughs> For no reason, that's a dig. Okay. <laughs> this man really just said field goals. Uh, one thing I am worried about is, uh, don't get me wrong, I have a lot of confidence in Bryce Young. I think he's going to be really good. Uh, here he looks like a he looks like Kyler Murray light when he plays. He reminds me of him a lot. Um, one thing I I'm I'm gonna be worried about is the offensive chemistry in like the sink because a lot of the plays we ran last year, and I'm also worried about Bill O'Brien being our OC in general. But a lot of the plays we ran last year, they were timing plays. They were like big RPOs, slants, swing passes, stuff like that, and that takes time to develop. Mac was in the system for three years. So he knew all that stuff. He knew when the receivers were breaking. He knew when they when it was coming. Bryce might need you know get his feet under him. It wouldn't surprise me if Miami might might go might could go up early or something like that. Bryce makes like a bad decision or something like that. But at the end of the day, the Crimson Tide will probably win this game by a convincing number. I'm not going to say a number. I'm not going to jinx myself. But I'm just going to say the Crimson Tide will. Win. <laughs> um, next game, it's not really important, but they're a ranked team, so we'll highlight it. Northern Iowa versus Iowa State. Once again, this is a March Madness. Northern Iowa, sorry. Uh, Iowa State's returning too much talent on the offensive side. So, obviously, Iowa State by a lot, Northern Iowa by a little. Yeah, I uh, tend to agree. I think the Cyclones, the Cyclones are going to pick right up where they left off last year. I think they're going to be pretty good. Now, the next game is pretty interesting. You get the Raging Cajuns, who are ranked number 23, versus the Tookum Horns, who are ranked number 21, with a new head coach, oh, Sarkeesian. Um, it's be an interesting one. Uh Obviously, Texas, new quarterback, you know, no more Ellinger. Um, so that would be very interesting to see. You know, Steve Sarkeesian's pretty good with quarterbacks. You know, everyone knows that. Just go look at what he did with Alabama and, you know, Matt Ryan in the NFL. Um, but uh, it would. I think it all depends on if he's off the henny or 
Like, you know, if he's sober, I think he needs to be off the henny, and I think <laughs> Texas should should be pretty fine if he's off the henny, but it could be an interesting one. Because yeah, if his hotel room uh, if his hotel room isn't all you can drink, probably it's going to be a problem for him. I think uh, <laughs> the bar's going to have to be fully... Uh, but, uh, no, we're, we're not ragging on him. We get it. He's We're going to congratulate him on his sobriety. He's doing better and all that stuff like that. But uh, I actually... I'm a pretty big Sarkeesian fan, actually. I think he's done a, he's done a pretty good job. Uh, hated him. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be objective here, and I'm gonna call myself out for my three years ago opinion. When he was the OC of the Falcons, hated him. Thought thought none of his schemes worked. I thought they were gimmicky. But then when he went to Alabama, I found out no, 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 no. These gimmicks are advanced concepts, and I'm just too stupid to figure it out. So, so was Matt Ryan. Apparently. So me and Matt Ryan have something in common, but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, I think Sark's probably going to do a pretty good job at Texas. I think Texas is going to be, honestly, I think Texas is going to pick up right where they left off. They're going to be competitive. They're going to put up points, which I mean, come on, it's, it's the big 12. They're going to put up points, but oh, the, yeah. Ra- the raging Cajuns on the other hand, the raging Cajuns pretty, pretty darn good last year. So the raging Cajuns, they could come out, shock the world, and it would not surprise me. The Raging Cajuns, they uh, they got a good football program, and uh, but I'm still hooking horns, baby. We got Texas, Texas hooking going horns, in. baby. I'm still hooking the horns. I got Texas in this game. All right, moving on. The next important game, I uh, will just highlight it just because we have friends, you know, who pull for this team and go there. Uh, Eastern Illinois versus South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina announced that their graduate assistant is going to be their starting quarterback. Um, I'd hope South Carolina can win this game. Um, no offense to them. I wouldn't be shocked if they lost it. But I'm hoping that old Shane Bema starts his error off with the win. Don't know how they're a 7 o'clock game. Beats me, but yeah. They just wanted the 7 o'clock game. And Willie B, let's get real here. They wanted five <laughs> points to be hopping after this game. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to more important games. Uh, you got Florida versus Florida Athletic. Um, Isn't... No, I'm running. Nope, nope getting no, ahead of myself. No, no, Kiffin nope, is not the nope, coach. Yep, 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 yep. Anyways, um, Florida obviously replacing their quarterback. No Kyle Trasks. Trash, excuse me. He is trash. I'm just kidding. Um, it'll be interesting to watch Florida, you know, with a new quarterback and everything. Dan Mullen's pretty good with, you know, offense though. So, but I honestly think Florida should win that game. Dan Mullen's handily. also good at making excuses. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, they were looking at going to the playoff last year if they beat it, if they're <laughs> after they beat Alabama. We all know how that went. Oh, their last our last game was against Alabama C title. Yeah, right there. Um, the next game after that, that's some. Not really important, but obviously we're going over all the ranked teams. Texas A&M versus uh, Kent State. Uh, Julian Edelman no longer plays for Kent State. Uh, that Darn. didn't matter in the, that Darn. didn't matter in this game, anyways. Uh, Texas A&M by a lot. Kent State by a little. All right. Well, the next big game I think is a uh, an interesting no. one. No. LSU. No. UCLA. No, you missed the Washington Montana game. Okay, we we can get to Washington Montana after this. <laughs> Yes, LSU. but LSU UCLA, you are correct. Uh, big old Chip Kelly finally got his first non-conference win, big style against. I know it was Hawaii, but you know, big man's moving up. Uh, what'd you think of that? Um, I thought, believe it or not, it actually impressed me. 
Uh, I thought his offense looked snappy. Uh, I thought the defense played well enough. I mean, they didn't play like – I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's Hawaii, so they didn't have to play super well. But but the, the offense is the big part about UCLA. They score a lot of points. They get up to the line quick. Uh, don't get me wrong. UCLA quarterbacks, they have to be they have to be pretty pretty smart because Chip Kelly runs the most complicated system for no reason. Everybody knows this. I mean, it's like quick snap timing, a bunch of stuff like that. Uh, they could give LSU a bit of problems. Uh, LSU – a lot of people think they're going to be pretty darn good this year. The problem with LSU is uh they've had they've had some problems in that defensive secondary, and their secondary isn't getting isn't getting really any better. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Is uh is St- does, did Stingley leave or is he still there? No, Stingley's still there. Uh, it's probably going to be his last year. He's a junior. Uh, they obviously also have Eli Ricks as well, who's apparently a good corner as well. He was a five star. So I'm, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the that will improve the situation. There. Maybe, uh, maybe you're off the henny. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. Uh, interesting fact though, this game is being played in the Rose Bowl. That is very interesting. I just realized that. So that that's very interesting. But yeah, you know, I think it'll be an interesting game. Um, obviously we don't know too much about LSU. You know. I think there was a new quarterback again. Uh, wide receivers uh, don't know any of them because Terrence Marshall is no longer uh, there. Butte. We know Butte's pretty good. Whoever that bum is. Um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, we'll go back to the Washington-Montana game. Uh, not much there to talk about. I don't know much about Washington, but uh, I feel like they'll handle Montana pretty easily. though. Yeah, uh, Washington, pretty good program, even though they've they played the Pac-12, but uh, pretty good, a pretty good program nonetheless. Uh, they'll probably get it done. But back to the LSU game, I do want to say I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say I'm picking an upset. UCLA wins. Ooh, first up, first upset, uh, first upset of the year. Also, I'm an Alabama fan, so I want LSU to lose really bad. Um, but I'll pick it. I'm gonna pick the Homer pick. UCLA takes it. Mm, I'm gonna go against your pick, and I'm gonna say LSU gets it done. Ed O gets it done because he's Ed O, and it's all about them raging Cajuns, and they just had a hurricane down there, so they're gonna do it for the state of Louisiana. Oh crap! I forgot about that. Um, did we did we miss the Southern Cal San Jose State game? Oh, uh, we did. We did. Okay, we'll go. We'll go back to that one real quick. Um. San Jose State obviously won pretty handily last Saturday. Um, you know, not going to say anything, but we picked that one correctly. Just geniuses over here. San Jose State undefeated, also absent from the top 25. Yes. Um, uh, but it's Southern Cal. Keaton Slovis is the starting quarterback. I hate Southern Cal, but Southern Cal is going to get it done. Sorry, San Jose State. Sorry to ruin your undefeated party. I am pausing for dramatic effect because I'm going to pick another upset. Another upset. And I'm going to pick San Jose State in this game, too. I like the cut of San Jose State's jib. I don't know what it is about them, but maybe it's their mascot because the Spartans is just really cool or something. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I like their logo. Maybe it's just because they went undefeated last year and I'm really biased. I don't know. (laughs) It's just, and I, I don't know. Maybe I think, and maybe I'm just not super sold on USC. It's a combination yeah, of all of those fair. things. But I'm also gonna pick 
San Jose State in this game. And David, be honest, would you be surprised if San Jose State won this game? Honestly, I'm going to say it. I'm not surprised, but they say uh, old Mark Clayton's on the hot seat, and it's win now for Southern Cal. So, you know, I have a feeling that he's going to have his guys ready for this game. But, hey, you know, anything can happen. This is a, this is an underrated week one game. This that is, is an very underrated. underrated. Yeah, this is um, this is a game you're probably you're you're gonna want to watch at, at five p.m. on Saturday. It's, yep. it's gonna be a pretty good. Game. Anyways, moving forward, um, Sunday matchup, the only Sunday matchup, Notre Dame at Florida State. Um, and it's you know, very fitting. It's on the Lord's Sunday. It is very very fitting. You know, you got the Catholics versus. The used to be somebody is just kidding. Sorry, Brandon. Um, you know, obviously Florida State got McKenzie Milton. Um, you know, second year under Mike Norvell. Uh, be interesting to see how that offense is. Uh, a lot of people say Jordan Travis is playing well in practice. So we'll see who you know jots out first for the first series against Notre Dame. Um, be interesting to see their defense. You know, typically Florida State has pretty good defense, whether it's a down year or anything like that. Um, Notre Dame, obviously, you know, they don't have no more Ian Book, um, but they got, what's his name, Jack, uh, Jack Conan or whatever. To Cohen. Old, Cohen, yeah, Jack yeah. Cohen. Bum, I'm just going to say it, bum. He played for Wisconsin, bum. He got lit up by Josh Proctor in the Big Ten Championship. Just go look, look it up, bum. He's a bum. No offense, Notre Dame, but you're not known for your quarterbacks. I don't care that Joe Montana played there. That don't matter. But uh, obviously they got Kieran Williams and, you know, the guys that tied in. I can't remember their name. I'm just drawing a blank. But, you know, a couple of white boys know. I call tied him baby. in. I call him Baby Gronk. I don't know his name. They'll probably have a good offensive line because it's just Notre Dame. They're an offensive line factory. Um, pretty good defense. You know, obviously they you lose um, – oh, I don't want to butcher his name, but I am. Awusu uh, Kuramoa. Awusu Kuramoa. Yeah, obviously they lose him at linebacker. He was a great player. Um, but they still have uh, Kyle Hamilton. I think that's his name at safety. Yeah, Kyle they say he's the best safety in the nation. So I think this could be a pretty interesting game. Um, there's typically, you know, my opinion, Notre Dame gets hyped up a lot and they're not as good as people hype them up. You know, do I think they're a top 10 team? Eh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But this is going to be another one of my upsets. It's in Doak Campbell. It's at 7.30. It's a night game. Um, Bobby Bowden died. Uh, they're going to be honoring Bobby Bowden at this game. Um, I think Florida State's going to pull it out, but I think it's going to be a close one. Uh, I would also probably lean towards this being a closer game than people think. Uh, the yes. AP poll would lead you to believe that Notre Dame is just going to run away with this one. They're just going to smack them for 60 straight minutes. That is, I am here to tell you that is not going to be the case. A uh, fun fact that my friend Brandon keeps bringing up to me, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish have never won a game in Doak Campbell Stadium. True. Never before. So that is also something to, something to know, something to consider. But do I think the Irish probably get it done? Yes. Would it mm. surprise me if they did not? No. So I'm going to cover I'm going to cover my ass by saying it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't win, but I will <laughs> pick them, which and a lot of people I've heard a lot of people say that Florida State is going to get this done. I've heard a lot of people say that this is that Florida State's going to have a turnaround year this year. A lot of people are excited about what Florida State can do. Mackenzie Milton. I like Mackenzie Milton even though even though it 
was just a circus at, at, at UCF that year. But I do like Mackenzie Milton. Uh, he plays pretty well every single if, if he's the same Mackenzie Milton that he was, then then Florida State's got a hell of a quarterback. And really, the only question they had was quarterback. So even with a progressively getting better Jordan Travis, I think Mackenzie Milton will probably get the start. Uh, but it kind of depends. I think they're going to live or die by one of those guys and whether or not they can, they can make the throws. It's going to matter. And I, and I think, I don't know. I don't know if they can, I'm going to pick Notre Dame, but, but it's, it's, it's just like a tinge, like this matchup predictor on ESPN. It's got Notre Dame 71%. Mine would be like 49.9 and 50.1. Like it's like, it's yeah, a toss up to me. It is. It is an interesting game. And that's definitely one for y'all to watch. I think that one's going to be a, be an interesting game. Well, I mean, it's not like you're going to be watching anything else. So. <clears throat> well, you know, maybe you're watching, I don't know, what the hell comes on. It's nothing comes on TV Sunday, so you're right. <laughs> All right, now to the next final game. Obviously, we've been going around it for we've obvious beating reasons. beating around the bush. Um, it's the biggest game this weekend. It's much watch. You need to have your eyes glued on the TV. You could argue it's game. the biggest game of the regular season. True. Um, it is the Duke Mayo Classic at 7.30 on ABC. There's the Georgia Bulldogs versus the Clemson Tigers. The first top five matchup on the season is week one. And man, is this going to be a good one. Yeah, uh, it's no secret to anybody that Georgia and Clemson have been at the top of college football for the, for the past couple of seasons, past decade, really. Uh, both these programs need no introduction. Kirby Smart needs no introduction. Dabo Sweeney needs no introduction. Both these teams are going to be very good this year. Both of them are going to be playoff playoff contenders. Uh, both of them will probably win their sides of their conferences, and both of them will probably represent. Their, they may or may not represent their conference in the playoff. I probably would lean more towards yes. I think both of them probably will. But I think you'll probably see two SEC teams in the playoff this year. But, Interesting. Uh, but uh, it's probably the biggest factor in this game, and a lot of people have been talking about it, Georgia's injuries. Yes. They've got a lot of them. No George <laughs> Pickens for this game. And they, these are not these are not run-of-the-mill players they're losing. As David just said, George Pickens – huge massive loss for georgia he's basically he was basically like the the coal that they put in the engine to keep it going on offense whenever they needed a big play it was george pickens and it was george pickens over and over again so david how are you feeling about this game um i got a little inside on this game um my mom's cousin actually coaches at clemson i'm not gonna say who he is obviously due to privacy. Um, but he spoke to my aunt, who's a big Clemson fan. Um, he talked about the team and everything. He said that uh, the team's been, you know, doing well in practice with everything. They look great. Clemson, he said Clemson looks great. Obviously, he could be a little bit biased. Um, he said that DJ's ready for this game and everything like that. But one thing that I will point out that he did say, he said this is going to be a big-time defensive battle Obviously, Georgia has a great defense. Um, Clemson probably have a pretty good defense this year, too. Good defensive line. Um, be interesting to see the corners and obviously linebackers, but I think they'll have a pretty good defense. They typically have a pretty good defense. But he said this is going to be defensive battle game, 
and it is a must watch for the whole 60 minutes. Uh, yeah, I think this will probably go the full 60 minutes. I don't think this is, I don't think either of these teams are better than the other one where they're just going to run them off the field or as Shannon Sharp says, they're not going to beat the brakes off of them. It's not going to happen like that. Uh, one thing I will say is that historically, uh, whichever team has won this game has got it done through the air, which is interesting because Clemson's secondary, if anybody was watching last year, Boo-boo. wasn't the greatest. Nolan Turner looked lost on a cover three. And I don't think it got any better is the problem. So I don't know if these injuries for Georgia really make that much of a difference because they got the ultimate upgrade at quarterback with JT Daniels. And I think JT <laughs> Daniels is probably the best quarterback or the most talented quarterback they've had in a while. I don't, mm. I think Aaron Murray, Aaron Murray. I, I think whenever somebody talks about Georgia quarterbacks, they, they tend to lead yeah. with Aaron Murray, Aaron Murray. Definitely. Uh, JT Daniels could have an Aaron Murray-esque season. That's ridiculous to say Aaron Murray-esque, like Aaron Murray has done anything after college. But but uh, <laughs> but Aaron Murray was that guy for them when he was at Georgia. And yeah. JT Daniels could be on his Aaron Murray type shit, and he could absolutely light up this Clemson defense here in week one. Will that be likely to happen? No. Will it be hmm. likely that either of these teams score – more than 30 points probably not i don't think so um oh but an interesting fact though old clemson cornerback kendrick who got kicked off the team now plays for georgia so we've got some these these teams are no they're not they're not you know strangers to each other georgia and clemson have played a decent bit in, in their history a nice little fun fact georgia is actually up in the series by a lot their record is 42 18 and four four ties don't ask me how that happened but it did um <laughs> i think it's very interesting when there's more, more than one tie but uh i would lean more towards clemson wins this game just because i think clemson is one a better run program two I think DJ is probably better than JT Daniels and Georgia's just got too many injuries. It's just, it's to the point where Georgia, if they had all the players back, yeah, they probably, they, I'd probably lean more towards them, but you can't, re- you can't just lose like three or four core guys that make up your identity and play the same. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, I kind of agree with that. You know, you think about, you know, Clemson's offense, yeah, they lost you know Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne, but they're you know just like obviously Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, you know they don't rebuild, they just reload. You know we saw DJ play against Notre Dame, you know great player, um, LJ Dick Dixon, I think that's how you say his name, great running back. Um, <clears throat> they obviously get Justin Ross back. Um, they have Jonathan, uh, I can't say his last name. I'm not going to say his last name. Another great wide receiver, you know, good wide receiving core. Uh, I think they have the offensive edge, obviously. Um, whereas I'd give Georgia the defensive edge. Oh yeah. Georgia's um, got the better. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
it would be interesting. It would be basically like Clemson's offense versus Georgia's defense. You know, which one can, you know, can, you know, Clemson score points or will Georgia get the stops when they need the stops? Um, if you look at ESPN matchup predictor, they got uh, Clemson 69% to Georgia's 31%. I'd say this is more of a, like, 50-50. I think it could go either way, to be honest. You know, it just depends on which Georgia team you see and obviously which, you know, Clemson defense you see. Um, I don't – I'm not going to make a pick for this game just because I think this is a pretty even matchup. I think the spread on this game is, like, Clemson by three. Yeah, which... it, it hasn't. The, the the spread has gone, has swung. At one point it was Georgia. At one point it was Clemson. But now it's, like, firmly in the Clemson the Clemson court. And I think the, the Vegas – the Vegas odds makers are pretty pretty certain with their Clemson with their Clemson pick. I will say I feel like this game means more to Clemson because you know they get all that crap that oh y'all don't play no one. Well now they're playing someone, so I think they have something to prove. Um, whereas if Georgia loses this game, I don't think it's too big of a deal because you know they got a lot of rank more ranked opponents. You know, later down the line on their schedule, and obviously this is you know week one loss that they can recover from if they want to make a playoff run. So, but it's definitely going to be a really interesting game. Um, if I had to say if a team was going to win, I'd give like Clemson by like a field goal. I'd go with Vegas. Yeah, uh, I think I think that's that's probably the the safer pick. Now, if you were if you were absolutely just trying to trying to raise some eyebrows you would say georgia by a lot because of because of clemson's secondary because clemson's secondary as you said uh nolan turner and those boys they look lost at the end of the year uh notre dame made clemson's defense look like they had barely even played football before ever last year uh (laughs) in the first game they played another another thing to point out dj's inexperienced don't get me wrong he's he has started he started two very very crucial games last year he is not inexperienced in the in the sense but he has not really played a team to the caliber of georgia georgia has has the talent everywhere whereas boston college and and notre dame they're they're more of just like the entire team it's it's basically like a four star average basically but georgia it's like a five star average like every single one of those players are going to be some of the top some of the top guys. A lot of them are going to be considered for the NFL. A lot of these guys are going to go to the NFL. So it's one of those things where if DJ really wants to make a statement for himself or if JT Daniels wants to make a statement for themselves and really show people what they're about, they will absolutely go off in this game. And unfortunately for both of them, I don't think it's going to happen for either of them. I don't see either of the quarterbacks passing for more than 300 yards probably. And I think it's just going to be another barn burner. I think you're going to see a lot of those this weekend. Basically, I either think that the defense is going to be horrible this weekend or the offense is going to be horrible. Basically, week one of college football, they pick one every single year. So depending on what it is, that's what you're going to get. The game is one in the trenches, baby. The game is, in fact, one in the trenches. This is what this game is going to be all about. It's going to be trench warfare. So it'll be an interesting one. Don't miss it. 7.30 ABC, probably start at 8 because, you know, they got to dilly-dally around. You know, probably Alabama won't be done smacking Miami. So 
Well, if, but, you, uh, if you listen to if you listen to Vegas, we'll be done smacking Miami by the third drive. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that, that I'd say that concludes it for week one. You know, there's some good games, some interesting games. Uh, obviously, the biggest one though, Clemson, Georgia. Can't miss it. Shouldn't miss it. Um, I'm gonna you... I'm gonna actually I'm gonna stop you there. I'm gonna go back to your point of that you said that this means more to Clemson than it does Georgia. Uh, I'm actually not of that opinion. I think this game actually matters more to Georgia than it does Clemson because Clemson, even a one-loss Clemson that wins the ACC title, I think they still get into the playoff. A two-loss Georgia that doesn't win, obviously, the SEC title, there's no way they're getting into the playoffs. I don't think so this year. So I think this this game means more to Georgia's playoffs hope hopes than it does to Clemson's. All right, you know, I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree. Yeah, obviously, all this stuff is conjecture. You're not half of these games are just going to be blowouts, and we said they were close. I mean, come on, come probably. On. You know, <laughs> we we ain't no experts. We just two dummies. <laughs> we're just two two idiot kids talking on t- talking into a microphone just shooting the shit about college football but yeah uh, it's gonna be a great great weekend everybody's excited uh one thing i also wanted to wanted to discuss ben simmons announced that he does not want to play for the philadelphia 76ers any longer and philadelphia 76ers are probably jumping for joy because he is a bona fide scrub in the words of stephen a smith but do you know what team has showed interest in him and he has showed interest in the Los oh. Angeles Lakers? All right. And that is where we cut the podcast <laughs> because I hope like hell we do not trade a damn thing for that bum. Oh, boy. David, I think you you had a hard line stance there that you do not want Ben Simmons to be wearing that Lakers uniform. Hell, uh, but no. I w- he can go kick rocks. But I will, I will, I will ask you something. One for one. Westbrook for Simmons. What do you do? You go tell Ben Simmons to kick rocks. I'd rather have Westbrook. What you would have? Okay, that that, that that's kind of an interesting take because a lot of people have been saying that they don't like the Westbrook edition uh, because yeah, Westbrook because he dominant. he he demands the ball. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, I get that. Blah blah blah. blah. Him, him, LeBron, AD, they all want the ball. Yada yada yada. Trust me, I heard it all. Look, you know we got the. I think it's three players that are in the top 15 for most assists all time in the NBA. Um, so he passes the ball plenty. Obviously, he shoots a lot, but I think he tones that down because he's playing with LeBron. And, you know, LeBron gets his way. So, And we got Rondo, so we can just sit his bitch ass for Rondo. So, yeah, I mean, let's get real here. LeBron's the real coach. If LeBron wants this trade to happen, it'll happen. Uh, I don't think LeBron wants this trade to happen. I think he's pretty. I think LeBron probably told them to sign Westbrook. If we're gonna be honest, uh, so he probably yeah. wanted them. Uh, <laughs> but where do you think? So basically, Simmons has has said that he wants to go to one of these California teams. Uh, so do you think that the Clippers or Sacramento are going to be jumping at the chance, or do you think everybody's going to be laissez-faire on Ben Simmons and nobody's going to really jump for him? Um, I think maybe no one in California will jump for him. Uh, none of those teams really need him, in my opinion. Uh, maybe maybe the Clippers listen to some trade talks, but they don't really have nothing to give because they gave everything to Oklahoma for 
pandemic p um sacramento i don't think they have much to give um so i don't really maybe they'd give them like darion fox or something like that but they'd have to get picks included with that um so i don't think he goes to a california team uh but he might them the 76ers might be able to ship him somewhere else yeah i think it's one of those things where it's just ben simmons he's just he's just a broken man at this point i think uh i, I think he's a hard sell to any team that seriously is considering i will say one of the most interesting trades is that there's talks that he might go to minnesota and swap for d'angelo russell and a couple you know lesser players which I think is a good trade because D'Angelo Russell is a solid point guard, and I think he'd be great for the 76ers. Yeah, I actually – that is a good point. I actually do like that. And uh, the Timberwolves are such a dumpster fire, it won't matter. So, and plus uh, they have Anthony Edwards, so they don't really need D'Angelo Russell. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that. yeah. I, I think it's one of those things where the Timberwolves are – basically just trying to find find any way to get off of this contract they're playing they're paying d'angelo russell for probably what they see as no reason so they're probably just gonna if i had to if i had to pick a trade that was most likely to happen it would probably be that one um but don't get me wrong he's probably gonna get shipped to some random team and he's probably gonna sit out because you know you know how it is yeah yeah that's that's just how it is um but uh let's see uh, we'll go back to the NFL preseason. Obviously, that wrapped up and everything. Um, my heart breaks. J.K. Dobbins stores ACL out for the year. Can't believe that happened. Glad I never traded you for him, though. Obviously, yeah. I love J.K. Dobbins. You know, big Ohio State fan. You know, great Ohio State player. Um, literally first carry. Them dirty bastards from, you know, the football team tore his damn ACL. I just don't know why. I don't know why damn Harbaugh even played him in the first place. It was probably the most unfortunate injury I've seen in a while. My hopes for my hopes for J.K. Dobbins were sky high this year. Uh, I thought this was going to be a, his breakout year, but uh, I guess we're rolling with the Gus bus again this year. I guess Gus Edwards is Gus Edwards was doing like Santa Santeria or something like that. He was like he was like just one more year, just one more year as the bell cow back. Just, that's all I need. <laughs> and then and Gus Edwards owners rejoice as J.K. Dobbins goes down again, and Gus Edwards is going to be the main back for whatever fucking reason. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. You know, feel sorry for JK, but, you know, hopefully he comes back strong and, you know, has a great third season, you know? So, um, I'm going to personally go because I don't, I don't think you know much. I'm going to go talk about the MLB because the MLB, they're into the final full month of baseball. Um, it's been heating up, obviously, you know, postseason starts in October. Um, going over the American League, leading the East is Tampa Bay, solid team. The Central is the White Sox, solid team when they're healthy. Uh, the West is the Astros, um, obviously great team. National League surpriser, Atlanta Braves came from down, I think, like five games to be uh, winning. Now Let's they're uh, go. now the East. Um, Central, Milwaukee. Milwaukee kind of surprised me. Uh, but, you know, Josh Hader and them boys are, you know, playing pretty well. Uh, I think the biggest shocker, though, is the 
um, the West in the National League. You got San Francisco Giants, best record in MLB, uh, followed behind the Los Angeles Dodgers, who are only now half a game behind the Giants. And then you also got the San Diego Padres, who are also playing really well. Um, I hope I hope San Francisco holds on. I really want them to win their conference or division so that the Dodgers have to play in the wild card. Um, but I think it's going to be really interesting. Uh, another good story to talk about is the New York Yankees were below 500. Um, they won, I think, 13 straight, though. I'm pretty sure they went undefeated in August or maybe like lost like one game. Uh, they now sit second in the East, right behind Tampa Bay, but they are seven games behind. Uh, Boston Red Sox stink. Uh, they choked. They had a big lead on the Yankees, and now they sit two games behind the Yankees. So, baseball, yeah. Some people find it boring, but I'd keep an eye on it. It's getting going to get real interesting here soon. Yeah, dude, Barstool. Barstool Sports would probably punch in the air right now because the Red Sox. I've been following all that stuff, and they were talking about how much the Yankees sucked and all that stuff like that, and they were talking about how much the Red Sox are back and yada, 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 and all that stuff like that, and like how how baseball had no parity and yada, 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 and Boston is just the championship town, and the Yankees are has-beens, and, you know, they're eating, eating crow again. That's why you don't say that stuff in the middle of the season because shit happens. I'm actually going to say something. If the fucking Astros don't learn how to beat these trash-ass teams like the fucking Mariners and the fucking Royals, they really got, they almost got swept by the fucking Royals, and they brought a choke against the Rangers on a couple of games, I'm going to personally go down to Houston and beat the shit out of some players. You're gonna, okay? Uh, Got that, Astros? You're going to bang on some trash cans? No, that does nothing for them. Some fucking dipsticks. <laughs> if if freaking if freaking Zach Grinky doesn't get his weird ass pitching better, then he's getting his ass whooped first. All right, the only well, thing that's been good is Jordan Alvarez. Sorry, love that guy. Don't know where he came from. Apparently, Dominican Republic. I think he's like two years older than us, but that dude looks like he's forty. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, the MLB, that was our apparently little, you know, fire around MLB segment. Uh, I don't oh, watch baseball. Before I forget, uh, you know, you know, we picked Nebraska to win this past weekend. Uh, Scott Frost, you're a damn bum. You're garbage. Nebraska needs to get rid of you. Bonafide scrub. Like, literally, it's free. It's so free. Like, my God. Like, how do you lose to Illinois? Like, can y'all even kick stupid-ass field goals? You missed two. Yeah, um... As I was saying last week, um, people, God, God, they love to tell me how good Scott Frost is at his job. Well, whoever whoever said that needs to be drug drug out in the middle of the street and shot. Uh, well, more accurately, they need to be drug tested because they're off some top shelf boof. Because I watched in Nebraska, and my God, what happened to Nebraska? They suck. A blue blood program reduced to losing to Illinois. This isn't basketball. This is football. Nebraska, what are you doing? Scott Frost, what are you doing? The athletic director at Nebraska, what are you doing? The players, what are you doing? What is happening? Somebody get this shit right because 
it hurts my soul to see Nebraska suck at football so much. Um, just gonna point that out this out there. Illinois only had 159 passing yards. Their leading receiver had one reception for 45 yards. See, so. that's the type of that's, that's the type of stuff that you only can do when you're playing some bums like the bums they got in Nebraska. I, I don't get me wrong, Nebraska is never going to be what they were. Okay, Re- recruiting is now is now Nash a national phenomenon. It's not like how it was where there would just be random ass five stars that were just, you know, hanging out in cornfields like they used to. And Nebraska would just go, Hey, just go, Hey boy, you ever played football before? Yeah. That's not going to happen anymore, but they can still try a little bit harder. Try an iota, literally. So some of the, some of the plays that I saw, Scott, I was like, Scott Frost, how did you turn UCF into a powerhouse? I'm starting to think that had nothing to do with Scott Frost. I'm starting to think that you, there's something in the water in Central Florida, and there's there's built different. Literally. How do you how do you give up a freaking safety on your first drive? Like that's the first point scored in college football was a damn safety. I just I I just don't. Get and you it. can't kick field goals like. Alabama has, you know, yeah, they can't kick field goals either, but they put up like 50 points a game, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. We're just, I'm just, at this point, I'm just frustrated. I'm, I I just, sometimes I I just can't believe it. When Nebraska, because the thing, it wouldn't bother me if it wasn't Nebraska and they didn't have so many fans. Nebraska has such such a fan it's like michigan that's why i bought that's why don't get me wrong i i hate jim harbaugh i didn't like him in the nfl i think he's a fucking whiny crybaby but he literally but that's what bothers me about michigan too is every single year these teams are supposed to be good they aren't and then nothing happens there's no change nothing happens all of these blue blood programs that say, oh, we're going to, we built a culture here, yada, yada, yada. It happens all the time. Michigan, it, isn't Michigan, Michigan is still the all-time winningest program, right? Um, Yes, barely. Well, not barely. fucking long if Khaki no. Pants is still going to be the fucking head coach. But, <laughs> but that's, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like, get your, sh- blue blood, big 10 teams, get your shit together. So Ohio State doesn't fucking walk to the fucking playoff every goddamn year. Ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna happen. We gonna walk every single year. Everybody else, Big Ten bums. You heard me, James Franklin. Bums. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. This has been the Coaches Don't Play Sports Podcast. I'm Blake, and the man, uh, you know, ASMRing into his mic about the Astros was David. Uh, we appreciate yes. you guys listening. You can uh, find us on all of your social media platforms: Buzzsprout, Apple Podcast, Spotify, all the places you can listen Born to hub. podcast. Yeah, Pornhub. I don't think we have a Pornhub account. Don't look. <laughs> That's a horror. Why would we say that? All right, we're gonna we're gonna start a YouTube. Okay, we gotta cut it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but thanks everybody. Thanks for watching. Uh, you know. Yep. But uh, big thanks to come for our podcast and uh, big news coming out next week. We hope everyone's there for it. All right. Goodbye. See ya.